Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Albie. Hi, Dwayne. How's it going? This is my room. Oh, yeah. It's terrific. <clears throat> Can I confess something? I tell you this because, as an artist, I think you'll understand. Sometimes, when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. <clears throat> right. Well, I have, to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. And thank you. Thank you for, uh, for being curious enough to listen to this. Hi, all, new, all the new listeners to this. Yeah, um, hope you enjoy it. Uh, you're probably wondering, uh, what can I expect to hear, he says, as he, he frantically looks for his notes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the film The Bedford Incident. You get to hear my thoughts on that. Um, yeah, uh, there's also going to be a six-minute shout-out. Um, and and I, I really had to be creative this week because I've been having a bit of problems with the internet in that I, I've not really been able to get internet access in my flat. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know if I'm the only one who's affected. Them. Uh, hopefully it will sort itself out because it doesn't appear to be anything that I've done. Um, so yeah, uh, it wasn't quite as easy to do these segments because I, I usually have a lot of stuff that I can just... I can just cheat and look at things online, but yeah, but that, it was quite fun. It was quite fun having that little challenge. Um, so yeah, you, you'll find out what, what that topic is going to be later. And here it just says wiggle room. Yeah, uh, because like I said before, no internet access. So this week things have been going a bit differently. But I feel like you know it's given me an incentive to you know do things a bit differently because I'm I'm really starting to like having the opportunities to do that to, to kind of rearrange my routine because uh, that, that used to be something that I, I was never really that good at and uh, these days yeah it, it's um it's become something that's, that's actually quite important to me and, and I do I do kind of like making things a bit different anyway you, you don't need to hear me talk about it right now because that's uh, that's all coming up later on when I don't want to do my uh, ten minutes of of filler talk, <laughs> but yeah, I do hope you enjoy this. Um, so, as I say, up next is this week's pod flick, which is the Bedford incident. And once I'm done talking about that, you will hear me reveal what the next film is going to be. 
CIC. Sir? What's the target aspect? Target showing minimum surface area, sir. Bow on. Thank you. Fire control, sir. Arm number one, Azrock. Aye, aye, sir. Number one, Azrock. Arm and ready, sir. Captain, you are a fool. Finlander, leave it alone. Take it easy, Ralston. All systems in automatic control, sir. Weapons armed and ready. Take it easy. Fire control, A-OK, -okay, sir. All systems armed and ready. This is insane. Now, don't worry, Commodore. The Bedford will never fire first. So, yeah, I'm having difficulty getting online, um, and I do not have the uh, summary of the film. Because uh, I, I literally just go on IMDb, and I usually feel safer with IMDb out, because if, if there's anything that I'm not getting, or like if any important information that I, I might be missing out, it's all there. So I can refer to that. Usually, um, but th this was the Bedford incident, and I've completely forgotten the year. <laughs> oh wait, actually, it was sixty-five, wasn't it? Yeah, yep, I got it, sixty-five. Yes, yeah, see, see, who need who needs the internet? I can just, I can just remember these facts. Um, now here's the thing, because uh, as uh, as I've mentioned before, I've been doing some uh, Inktober work, um, and and I was busy with that. Um, on Saturday when I was supposed to be watching the film. So yeah, I had it playing <laughs> on my computer. And, and yeah, I, I throughout most of it, I was doing some drawings. So yeah, wasn't really properly paying attention. I've got to be honest. But here's the thing. This is another one of those films where the, the acting really left an impact on me because I, I really liked the performances from pretty much all the actors, especially Sidney Poitier. He, he's tremendous in this film. It's, it's pretty much worth seeing just, just for his performance. Um, and, yeah, I, um, I, I found that even though I wasn't paying that close attention on this, this particular occasion... Um, I felt like I wanted to know more. I wanted to um, find out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I actually did feel invested. And it's weird because um, when I was watching Garden State, I did my my very best to make sure I wasn't distracted. I didn't um, take my eyes off the screen, really, that you know, for anything at all. I uh, tried to make sure I just gave it my undivided attention. And it left very little impact on me, personally. Um, I mean, this is an example of a film that's so good on a technical level. And, like, as I said, the, the performances are great. Um, and it, you know, it, it's, um, it, it's very good at getting you to kind of feel the excitement and the conflict and characters come across as really relatable types and all of this e even when I'm busy doodling away on in my sketch pad um, and just not really looking at the screen looking right down I suppose it is very dialogue heavy so I was getting a lot of the dialogue and yeah I I, I think my, my brain wanted to pay attention to what was going on in each scene um, so it was a bit awkward and I think I'll just cut to this bit early now because, you know, it, it seems obvious. Would I watch this film again? 
yes, and definitely next time I watch it, I will pay closer attention. I'll actually make sure that I, it's not when I'm uh, busy busy with other things. Um, so I've, I've just got that out of the way now because, yeah, um, it, it kind of feels silly not not to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Sidney Poitier. I, I don't know if I've seen that many films with him. You know, this is another one. You know, he's a he's a big star, isn't he? He's a big name, and. Somehow, I've not seen a lot, a lot of films with him in it, <laughs> and he—he's brilliant. <laughs> uh, um, what's the scene that I, I particularly liked? One of them. See, this is the. Other, I'm not going to get all the details right because I just wasn't. Yeah, I, I happened to be drawing. <laughs> to be, I decided to spend a lot of time on that. Um, but yeah, I. Um, I like the bit where. The, um, one of the, the men is is talking about he, he has all these ideas and yeah uh he's, he's not quite selling them very well and it's it's like uh maybe we should um hold conferences i can't remember what what, what ideas he <laughs> so i think that's 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 going to be the clip that i i choose to um if i can get internet access uh, I'm probably gonna have to go to the library to because the thing is I've, I've been without internet access for you know, for a few days now. Um, I mean, as a result, I'm, I'm not recording these in the same order. Um, well, you know, these segments, I'm not, I'm not recording all of them in the same order. I think I'm gonna do because um, probably immediately after I've done this one, I might do the next segment. But again, I'm gonna have to do it without internet access, so that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so, so, um, another thing I would say is that, uh, that, that, uh, James Cagney film that I, I watched, um, I, th I think I said I, I couldn't quite get into that one, because that was, um, that was a similar kind of film, but it just, you know, there, there was nothing really that, um, I don't know. Uh, Bedford Incident has a certain creativity to it that really draws you in, really wants you to get invested. Um, and I think that's what I really wanted out of that James Cagney film, the title of which I, I forget. What was it? Um, uh, <laughs> I, I see I don't have the internet. I can't look it up right now. Never mind. Tell me, internet, what film will I be talking about in the following episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, 2002. That burn was so hot, I almost changed my inflection. Six-minute shout-out time, everyone, so let's spin that internet wheel. Round and round the wheel goes, where it lands, nobody knows. Uh, I do. I, I already know where it's going to land. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have internet access, like I said before, so I'm really just doing this from memory. I had one noted down. This is the thing, I would prepare things in advance in case such such things should occur. The wheel is now pointing... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so good at keeping up this illusion, aren't I? Uh, Adam ruins everything. This is um, what I believe started out as a college humour series. 
uh, it was a series of videos uh, that the, the College Humor were putting out um, in which Adam Conover uh, basically does like a kind of Mythbusters-esque piece about uh, the little things in life we take for granted. Um, and if, like me, you're a fan of, of things like um, Mythbusters and also QI and how QI addresses some of the, the common misconceptions or things that we, we take for granted and we feel certain must be true. Um, and, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of that where, where we we get corrected on that. <laughs> so it's amazing how many things we, we think are true because, you know, it, it, it's kind of become the norm. So we take things for granted and this show takes a look at that. It's mostly little things. And I, I, will, I will get into... To all the different types of topics that Adam has covered, um, but yeah, um, it's uh, I, I like it mainly because it it it's that there's that kind of mix of comedy and like um, education, you know, in, in a sense because we, we're we're kind of looking at, uh, at facts at, at, at things that actually you know affect us and can be can actually be very important to us like i have some friends who are also into this it's great when something's entertaining you know in a humorous way uh, and also very informative so this is definitely worth checking out if, if you like that kind of thing because uh, um yeah uh, i um i particularly liked that you know that there was one, for example, where Adam talks about uh, water, uh, and it was basically that you know a lot of people drink more water than they than what's actually needed, because we um, we've heard it said that uh, like you know it, it, it's it's very important to keep the fluids up and. Um, a lot of us do drink. You know, I I still find myself drinking water, and it, and it you know it 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 never seems to be necessarily when I'm thirsty, and this is one thing that they pinpoint because we feel like we need we need to make sure we're drinking because there's the whole eight glasses of water thing. Apparently, that isn't necessarily the case. Like if you're thirsty enough to drink eight glasses of water, which is kind of unlikely, then by all means, but the fact is, you should really just drink when you're thirsty because you know in summer it can be more important. But we do get you know a lot more thirsty in summer. This is why it's a good idea to pack bottled water when we go places. Uh, if we're going on a long long journey, we want to be prepared for that because um, obviously water isn't always you know <laughs> we're not always going to be near a tap. Um, so yeah, I uh, I found this interesting because, and like I said, I still continue to drink glasses of water like like it's um you know the 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 more glasses I have the better and uh, apparently it's not you know according to this show uh, that, is, that is one of the things that we um you know because it, it 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 did go into why we think this and a lot of it has to do with the fact that um hydration is a type of thing that gets advertised to us because there's a lot of money to be made 
when you can scare people into thinking that they need to be drinking more water than they are. Um, but yeah, and I think because um, I, I I actually had it in my head that um, that uh, drinking water is something that you can just do continuously, and as as long as you're not drowning your body with it, then um, then it's fine. You know, just keep drinking. <laughs> But no, apparently not. And I mean, I'm not going to act like this. This show is um, is giving us the absolute truth. Like you, you can break things down, you can pick holes and things like that. But it, you know, I like it because it's, it's it's giving you something to think about. And like I said, these things that we take for granted. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I have seen some that I found kind of. Conv- conflicting there was one about it, it, the title of it is something like um why trophy hunting can be good for animals and i i watched this video and since watching it i've been really skeptical about it you know and i still think um adam conover is really good at what he does and this is a great show um and i think part of its appeal is that it gets you thinking and you, you start to challenge things, and like, because I, I feel like there's too much bias. If you if you really like something, you probably defend it to the end. But yeah, um, I kind of like how th- this is. This is a show that um, it, it sort of encourages you to to be skeptical and to not accept everything is the truth. Um, so yeah. Uh, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And there are, there are light issues, there are heavy issues, and it you know it gets you thinking, you know. And I think that's more important than um, being a hundred percent accurate. You know, there there are lots of things that get said in this show that can easily be um, proved proven wrong or challenged. So yeah, so so don't expect it to be you know um, ultimate in its um, yeah <laughs> the, the, the kind of uh, um, you know, facts because because I think what they are trying to do what the creators of the show are trying to do is lay out the facts because a lot of satirists will do this lay out the facts and let the viewer let the audience decide for themselves kind of take a look and examine and and be like okay because we we don't really we we, we need to be able to work things out you know in, in a way Anyway, I've gone on long enough. <laughs> That's at least six minutes there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that so that's uh, just just to reiterate, uh, Adam ruins everything. We're going to be best friends. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F U M P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. 
Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people? Was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. My internet's not really been behaving itself uh, this week. Uh, For some reason... I'm not able to connect to the internet, so yeah, things things have been a little awkward. I mean, it's, it's not too bad because for all the important stuff, I've got the library. I can use the free Wi-Fi over there. Um, it's just you know, it, it would be great if um, it, it, this problem fixed itself because I, I think this sort of thing has happened before, and it's it's not really anything I can do. I don't think. I think I just have to wait for this to to pass. Anyway, I'm, I'm just uh, trying not to think about it. I've got lots of other things to keep me occupied, like this, for example. I'm, I'm still able to do this, so that, that's, uh, that's certainly good. And yeah, and I think... Because um, uh, it, it, it was the other day I was just, you know... This, this would have been after I found out that I had no internet. Um, I suppose it was part of me just kind of adjusting to that, so that I... Um, I'd just be able to kind of move on and not get too frustrated. Um, and I, I thought maybe I, the, you know, because it's not just that, it's also the fact that I'm working extra hours at work. Um, and I always feel like, for me, these these, these sorts of things, if, if anything, they're all the more reason to just relax and just not worry about things, not... You know, just just do the things that you want to do because basically you're not going to have quite as much time as you hope. And and I think I said before I I, I didn't put together an October plan. I've really just been kind of doing things as as I do them really. So yeah, um, so for that reason I've I've not been doing like the Inktober stuff this week. But I just feel like because I I actually felt quite satisfied in knowing that that was my decision. And I mean, I I kind of want to be able to upload pictures the, the way I usually do, because I went to the library earlier today so I could set up the um, Beluga Weekly post, so I know that that's going to 
still go up online. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think it it helps me to just to kind of remember that no one's um, depending on me. It's not like this isn't a disaster. It's just one of those things that happens in life, and it 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 just it gives you a reason to slow down, just take things easy. So yeah, um, I'm I'm just I suppose it's helping me prioritize. You know, I'm thinking I still want to make sure that I'm getting out and getting a little bit of fresh air and exercise every day. I want to make sure I'm still doing my household chores because I just I I always need to stay on top of that. And and so far this month, uh, that's been going really well because I'm I'm finding that I'm actually I'm moving things around and I'm working out what what can be thrown away and um, I'm finding homes for things that I want to keep and uh, that's always good. That's, that gives me a good feeling. It's funny because I, I did something not so long ago and it was, it was a very small thing but it, it just made me feel so good for some reason while I was um, doing my chores. I unplugged the DVD player, the, the one in my, uh, my living room and I moved it into my bedroom because I have a little TV in my bedroom that I don't really use that much. Uh, and I set it up in there with the little television and I suddenly became quite excited because it was like, here's a reason to, to use my little television more. And as my DVD player is quite wide, for a moment I thought maybe I'll get I'll buy myself like a, a smaller DVD player just for this room. Then I thought, what am I thinking? I barely even use this DVD player. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to start getting back into actually watching DVDs because the thing is, I'm watching most stuff on Netflix. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I've now got a stack of DVDs in my bedroom and I thought that'd be a nice thing Like while I'm resting, while I'm having to lie down on my bed. That's something that I can do because sometimes I, I lie down but I'm, I'm not tired enough to actually... Uh, go to sleep. Um, and this is usually when I'm when I get back from work. It's, it's a nice thing to do when I get back from work. I either have a nap or watch something, and, and yeah. So I, um, DVDs are becoming quite retro now because I did I had a look at some of the new DVD players in the stores, and um, it's it's kind of hard to find one that's just a DVD player. They they tend to be Blu-ray players or Blu-ray with DVD players in them. Uh, not so many just standalone DVD players. So yeah, uh, um, it's quite shocking. Because the thing is, that I, I've, I've been trying to make sure I don't, I don't buy any DVDs this year because I, I just feel like that becomes too much of a habit and um, you know, I, I, I have limited shelf space because it's the kind of thing where I mean, the fewer DVDs I have the the better the place looks because I I I don't like because I've I've got a cabinet where I'm keeping my DVDs but I like to make sure that I'm not piling them up on top of each other I'm just having like a, a row of DVDs and that's it that's another reason why I thought it would be nice to put some of them in my bedroom because I think yeah I'm, I'm probably going to keep that's, some of them will be in the display cabinet like the, the ones that I just want to display. But the ones I want to watch, I'll probably keep in my room. <laughs> and that kind of says more about the, 
it's, it's probably going to make it easier for me to tell which ones are worth keeping. Because, yeah, I, I will get to a point eventually where I'm like, yeah, I don't really want this one anymore. But anyway, so that, that's uh, those DVDs. <laughs> um, maybe I'll get a Blu-ray player, but that will mean getting into the habit of buying Blu-rays. Because I think I, I'm, I'm much more into buying digital movies because at least with those especially google play make makes it very convenient because you, you don't you're always going to be able to stream them online i think itunes are trying to be like that as well although they do always say you know back up your downloads because they cost you money and um you don't want them to go missing because the um your itunes does keep, keep it you know it, it gives you your own log so you can re-download stuff but i uh I, I don't know that that's probably not quite so reliable because they they change things around and uh, i think there are some things that I, a couple of things that i purchased in the past that i found that i can't download anymore or something uh, they've become unavailable i think um because i i bought a copy of slc punk um, some years ago, and that's not available in the iTunes store anymore. So, I'm kind of reluctant to clear that of of the uh, of my iTunes library because because now you actually I think you ha there is an option where you can get iTunes to automatically remove um, films uh, when you finish watching them. Um, so, so you still have access to them because you've you bought it, so you can watch it as many times as you want. But because it, it, um, it it's kind of an optional thing now to download the film. Um, if you've downloaded it, um, it will clear it off um, automatically when you you know you have the option for it to do that to just automatically clear it. So you, yeah, um, but the, yeah, that that only applies to films that you've downloaded onto your computer. Because they take a long time to download and they take up a lot of space, so you probably only want to do that each time you want to watch it. And there is the option to stream it as well and all that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so taking it easy, playing it cool. Yeah. Um, so, so I think I think uh, this week's going to be a bit of a funny week because I, I have some plans. But like I said, I'm not getting too worked up over whether or not uh, this week goes entirely according to plan because, yeah, I, um, I spent most of the year doing things in a really organised fashion. Um, I, I can get away with letting that go. Uh, the, the, you know, I think part of being creative and productive involves allowing yourself some moments where, you know, um, you don't want to be too strict. This is the thing. If um, if if you kind of you you if you get too obsessed with getting things done at a certain time in a certain way in a certain order, um, then you you kind of inviting like pressure to, <laughs> to take hold, and and yeah. Um, you're more likely to just to to get you know, to feel the stress if um if you don't just you know allow yourself a bit of wiggle room. I have fallen. 
choose not to get up. The time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. So yeah, there's the uh, comic book club here in Southampton, which takes place on the uh, third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm. Uh, find out more information on the Facebook page. Just look up Comic Book Club Southampton. Yeah, so um, no internet this week. Um, it has kind of changed things around. And I mean, I suppose it, it's annoying that you know, I've, I've gone for so many days. <laughs> How many? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Four days, almost. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, being without internet access is kind of frustrating in a, in a way. But, you know, in, in another way, I feel like... Uh, this week has like uh, there've been certain things about it that I've particularly enjoyed. Um, I've spent a bit more time in my room, just chilling and watching DVDs on my old television, and yeah, I'm just working out what kind of other things I can do. Weirdly, I haven't really done quite as much drawing. I actually didn't do a cow's play this week, but you know, like I said before, um, it's kind of good to just um not worry too much because i am going to do more cows plays in future um yeah i um i i don't want to get too i don't want to keep things too strict because even though cows play is usually a friday thing um the the new one it's probably going to um because, yeah, I, I, I can still access the internet at my local library, so um, when I get around to the Cows Play, I'll just, you know, whatever the situation is, I'll make sure that I do upload it. But I'm going to do it my own time. I'm not, I'm not going to fret over um, when I'm supposed to get these things done. Because I, I think I just need that realisation that uh, it's okay, you know. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not hurting anybody by... Um, but being a little bit on the late side with sort of these things, it's part of, uh, of what makes it fun. So yeah, um, if you want to visit my website, then that that'll be www.belugatoons.com. You better enjoy it because I I can't really go on there right now as, as I'm recording this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also have a red bubble store, so I, I'm I'm really getting into do, into designing, <laughs> into designing like um, merchandise, and I'm, I've got some t-shirts and coffee mugs, all kinds of things you can have a look at there. Uh, that is belugatoons.redbubble.com, and belugatoons is spelled B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. So with that, um, now all I need to do is say, follow me on Twitter, at Belugatoons, or I don't, I don't know, I don't mind. Uh, there's also Belugatoons Pod, that's the podcast uh, Twitter. I, uh, uh, I just have one more thing to say. This podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. So take your pick, pick your poison. Thanks very much for listening, guys. It's been great. Do take care. And... Bye-bye.